You know what, Sam? What? It feels like just more of the same. It sort of does. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes. Hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we're back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. A uh, 5-2 loss, Sam, against the Florida Panthers um, last night as you guys are listening to this. Uh, Sam... Five to two loss. Um, it sucks. I thought the game was mostly even, and then I just thought Florida locked it down in the third. That's how I felt. To be honest, I. But but it was a lot of mistakes defensively. Yeah, the or- Chatfield was bad tonight. I mean, flat out bad. Um, I did not think he should have played tonight. I really feel like D'Angelo is the better player. I think D'Angelo is faster. I think D'Angelo provides the problem that we have right now is offense. And it showed tonight we could score, right? I mean, that basically, if you want to be honest, the final score is three to two. You get um, what two empty nets or no four to two would be the final tonight. You get an empty net goal makes it five to two for Florida. So look, D'Angelo scored on the power play last game, so I don't understand the logic there of not playing a guy who's quarterbacking your first unit and power play has been good. So I, I think it makes no sense to punish him. He plays tomorrow. It's back to back. You don't see Chatfield tomorrow. Maybe you bench Orlov. I doubt it, but um, no, they're not going to bench Orlov, but I agree. I think they're going to go back to D'Angelo just because of how Chatfield played. And let, let's start with Chatfield first. I still think Chatfield overall is the better player. I think this was more of a one-off than his actual performance. Chatfield does he hasn't been no. he hasn't played nope. this bad. No. no, 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 no. Chatfield is not your answer on defense. Chatfield does not provide you offense. Chatfield can't seem to play on that third pair right now either. I don't think he's been all that great this season. And he can't quarterback a power play. And power play was bad tonight. It was abysmal. Power play's been one of the sprite spots of the season. Even in games we lose, the power play looked good and scores. Guess who quarterbacks that power play unit? Tony D'Angelo. He wasn't on the ice tonight. Power play didn't look good. Believe it or not, having a quarterback that's really good matters. And in years where Carolina did not have a good quarterback last year, for example, they couldn't get that second one until the end of the season, and Gostaspare did a good job. But Burns doesn't have it this year, so it's not Burns. Orlov wasn't very good, so I know the rumors are we're going to move D'Angelo, but can you afford to do that right now? Can you afford not to keep him as your power play QB? Because Burns hasn't looked all that good. Burns has really not looked good this year. I mean, D'Angelo might be a little bit more of a liability on defense, but for a team that can't really sacrifice offense, well, can so he, you he, that? He, Well, see, here's, I think, what's most frustrating. I think no matter what with Trafield or D'Angelo on D – this defense is still making these mistakes. So, and yes. I think you and I would agree. I think this logjam on D needs to end. In Someone my needs to get moved. I, I don't think it should be D'Angelo. I, I do lean toward Pesci solely because I'm not convinced this team's going to pay him $7 million, which is what he wants. Yeah, so, I'm not convinced by that either. If you ain't I think pay they him, need to either. Honestly, I think it's either him or Chaffield. And if to there's a couple honest. players, there's a couple teams who said they want a younger defenseman. So moving Chatfield 
okay, but then you better sign Shay or <coughs> Shay or uh, or uh, Pesci. Yeah, and he, he and here's what's interesting. I mean, you trade Chatfield, okay, or so someone like him. You know, it'd be interesting if we traded a team. that would be interesting. It'll be his former team. LA? We could get Vancouver. Vancouver, okay. I thought he played. We LA. could, we could, we could get a good forward again. This is just Connor, speculation. Are you thinking Gar- Garland? Maybe Connor Garland. But, again, I don't know. I kind of view Connor Garland as kind of another, even though he's not as physical as Bunting is, I kind of view Garland as just a guy that's not the answer. That's not a pure goal score, in my opinion. I want to talk about, again, final score, Carolina 2, Florida 5. I want to talk about something that no one's ever going to talk about because everyone's afraid to talk about. And, Sam, you are free to distance yourself from my comments here. I think we need to start questioning because I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the great one, Wayne Gretzky. He was a coach. He was not good. Right? I'm not saying that's the case here, but I'm saying Wayne Gretzky got criticized. So I'm about to criticize Rod Brendamore. First, I'm going to say they had the inductees for the Hall of Fame. It is highway robbery that he wasn't in there. Because as a player, Rod Brendamore deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. As a coach, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. going to get that out of the way now. Oh, yes. He, he, this season, I agree with you. This season, I'm questioning his coaching abilities. I know. Everyone who's listening is like, oh, how could you question Ron Brendamore's coaching abilities? Well, let me explain myself because I think I've got some good points to make. One, there is a refusal to break up Shea and Pesci, Slave and Burns. It's not working out. Shea and Pesci is. That's fine. That's always going to work. But that bottom pair and that top pair isn't working. Chatfield Orlov doesn't work. Orlov D'Angelo hasn't worked. So stop being stubborn. That's why Lavulette got fired. He was stubborn. It's going to end up you not getting signed because our owner doesn't care about nostalgia. Ask John Forslund and Chuck Caton. He doesn't care. He cares about the no, on ice. He, he cares about the on ice talent. He feels anybody can get that out of the team. So the owner doesn't care. If you think he does, you're wrong. Next. So again, end the stubbornness. Split up Slavin and Burns. It's okay. They've only played together for a season. Slavin has played with D'Angelo. Slavin has played with Pesci. You can shake up your defensive pairs. It will not kill you, especially when you haven't been playing very good on the back end. Yes, I agree with that. Split it up. Next, something's off on the forward group. I don't know what's going on. I have not seen passion from anybody. I don't know what's going on, but there is an issue in the locker room. Maybe you blame the players. Maybe it's a coaching thing. I don't know. Rod, you're the coach. You need to fix it, right? That is your job, is to get in the locker, get the locker room in order. Then it's Jordan Stahl. So right now, you got a question. Stahl, got a question. Rod, something's up in the locker room. I'm not seeing the passion that I need to see from this team, from Stanley Cup contenders. So there is some sort of stubbornness from Rod Brendamore. Oh, he's always been. And that's stubborn. fine. And look, it makes him a good coach as well. And again, I'm not saying, oh, you got to go fire Rod. I'm saying if this team continues to be mediocre, if you think Tom Dundon is going to pay the man top dollar for a mediocre season, mm-hmm, again, and pay him top dollar for nostalgia reasons, ask John Forslund and Chuck Caton how that worked out for them. It did not. You know who Tom Dundon pays top dollar to? Andrei Svechnikov, Sebastian Ajo, 
he pays it to the players because that's what he believes is going to bring the ta- bring a Stanley Cup to Carolina. He thinks it's the talent, not the coach, not the announcers. It's the players. So again, I know I'm going to get heat for it, and that's fine. I've had a drink tonight, so I'm brave tonight. I'm questioning the coaching ability of Rob Brindamore this season, and I think rightfully so. I think there's a problem. Brent Burns has not been good. Does that mean he's never, not going to be good all season? No, but I think it's fair to bump him back. There's a reason he's not quarterbacking the first power play is he doesn't have the ability to do so. He didn't. La- I mean, last year he did it, and it didn't work out. So they knew there was a need to get a quarterback for the power play. That's why you bring in Tony. One of my favorite pairs has been Slavin and D'Angelo, right? Slavin's got the ability to cover D'Angelo's mistakes, and D'Angelo's got the speed, right? He's, he's one of the best skaters on the blue line. I think we agree there that D'Angelo can skate, and he can skate fast. He's up there with Chaffield. Sure. But he provides that offensive abilities. The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It may be too early to start decorating for the holidays, but it's never too early to start your holiday shopping. Why not take care of it now before the crowds and packed calendars make shopping a total nightmare? Especially when you can get some of the best deals of the season well before Black Friday. You can drop Raycon products right now and save up to 50% off because their early Black Friday sale is going on now. You've heard me talk about Raycon products before like one of their noise-canceling features, which I find is very, very helpful. Raycon first made a name for themselves in the audio space with products like their everyday earbuds, known for delivering high-quality and thoughtful features like a 32-hour battery life and a perfect in-ear fit for all-day wear and lasting comfort. And this past year, they expanded their entire business with the introduction of Raycon Home and Raycon Paratech. Their 5-star review Magic 180 cable allows you to charge iOS, micro USB, and Type-C devices 8 times faster with 100-watt power delivery. 
Raycon is known for delivering high quality and thoughtful features at half the price of other premium tech brands. No wonder their products have racked up tens of thousands of five-star reviews. To get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit a bit early, Raycon is currently offering 20% off everything on their site, with select products up to 50% off. So beat the crowds and save now. Trust me, you do not want to miss out on Raycon's early Black Friday sale. Hurry now to buy Raycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. So again, I do question some of the coaching of Rod right now. I think rightfully so. I know no one's going to agree. There's the nostalgia thing there. But if you think about it logically from an owner, look, I'm all about logic. And I said at the outset, Rod deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. If not for his playmate, not for him being a player... But for him being the head coach of this organization and turning it around, what he's done for Carolina, you cannot repay that. But I also don't think you cannot question some choices that are being made. Well, I, I mean, no coach is perfect. No, really. I'm not saying they are. I mean, I, I think Scotty Bowman is one of the, I think, is the best all-time coach in the NHL, but I'm sure there were some flaws in his coaching. I haven't done much research, so I could be maybe wrong, but I'm sure there is. But what's frustrating with this team is that they haven't... uh, I I, I would say we haven't had a complete game from them yet. And I think we, the closest thing that we got, Sam, I really think the closest thing we got to Carolina Hurricane Hockey was during... The Islanders game, where after the Islanders scored that third goal, Carolina was just dominant from there on out. They tied it, won in overtime. That's the hurricane hockey we need to see. Um, but we have never had a full-on game where we have seen Carolina hockey. Yes. Which is really frustrating, considering that we are already 13 games into the season. And I want to remind people, we are in the standings where we are, because we've also played more games than some of the other teams. And good news, Washington won against New Jersey, so we maintain uh, the second spot in the Metro, which is good. Absolutely. And I think, think, honestly, I think we'd feel a lot better about this loss if tomorrow or tonight, as you're listening to this, we win against Tampa. Because if you can win at least one on the road in this two-game road trip in Florida, I consider that a success. Absolutely. And and I'll be honest with you. I don't think the goaltending situation is an emergency. I think Ronta was fine tonight. I really don't have a problem with him. I mean, one goal was tipped. It was a high stick or not. I thought the goal was going to count. I thought the call on the ice should have been a goal. Oh, I did like too, too, but my only problem with that is I didn't find anything conclusive. No, because the call on the ice was no goals. Yes. So I think you do have to keep it that way. 
Either way, it doesn't matter. It's a goal. And, and I think they may have gotten it right at the end anyway. And to be honest, I thought in that third period, I thought Florida was clearly the better team. Because Carolina just didn't establish anything in that third period. We're not going to go through all the goals here. No. Uh, but we, we're kind of just doing a summary. And plus, I have to <laughs> be up extremely early tomorrow. So, But I think we need to remember, <laughs> a lot of these guys, it's contract year. Some of them are playing like they want a big contract. Natchez and Jarvis, to name a couple, and Shea. I and Tara Vinen, to Tara, some extent. Yeah. And I think some players are playing a bit iffy, right? And I think you have Chatfield as one. He's playing eh, this season. He's not, he's, he was not the Chatfield of last year. I'll go with that. I haven't seen that yet from him. Um. And I'm blanking on another player that I was thinking about, too. But I did have another one in my mind, and he's out right now. Um, Anderson? No, not Anderson. No, Ronda. I have no issue with the goal right now. Um, and I think Because Natchez, all those goals were defensive lapses, for crying out loud. Yes. Like, you cannot allow your goalie to um, be in no man's land, as I like to call it. Yeah, no, and I think that's reasonable, too. Look... Carolina has not been very good on the road. And Carolina's offense was great for the first five, six games. And then, but the defense was bad, so it didn't matter. But now they seem to be reverting where defense looks a little bit better. This game they didn't, and the offense didn't do any good either. So do you, th- do, do you think the defense in this game is more of a one-off from what we've seen in recent games? Do you think it will get back on track with Tampa? <clears throat> I do, but I still agree with you. You can't carry these you gotta move someone I don't know if that's yeah, Shea trust Pesci me, Chatfield I, I, or D'Angelo it's well, only one of the four honestly I wouldn't trade out of all those to me the only two defensemen that are the safest are Slavin and Shea especially Shea he's lead the team in defense well I mean he's leading defensemen in points so why would yeah. you trade him so again I've always, I, I think Shea is your best defenseman right now Better than Slavin. Sorry, Slavin's not been. I think. I think all star. I, I think. I think Shea's been the most consistent, but I think uh, Slavin's still naturally. Sl- just Slavin's better. your best defenseman, but so far this season, Shea has played better. That will revert. Slavin will figure it out. There is no question in my mind. There, he's just having his rough start, and I think maybe some of that's Burns. And you can't trade Orlov because of that contract. No, that's you're stuck with that one. And that's fine. I think Orlov will Burns it isn't out. really going to go anywhere. So no. I think it's kind of down to D'Angelo. It's Shea, Pesci, D'Angelo, Chatfield. Those are the four. Yes. One of them gets moved. All of them are on one-year contracts. They expire at the end of the season. One of them gets moved. You move D'Angelo, you're not going to get a lot back at that point. You're making a move just to make a move. This team's not about that. You move Chatfield. Well, he's got potential. He's a younger defenseman. You can move him somewhere. He's on a good salary. You can move him over to Vancouver. You move him to uh, Calgary. They might be looking to do a fire sale. You can take a look at Edmonton. There are some teams out west that are in some trouble. Calgary, Edmonton, to name Edmonton two. Edmonton is so bad right now. Yeah, and they might have some players that are willing to move, or you want some capital from them. I don't know. You know who's doing good that I found out for Vancouver? Phil DiGiuseppe. Oh, really? That's funny. Yes. I don't want Phil Deegan. <laughs> you don't want Phil Deegan. <laughs> no, I don't want Phil Trust me, I don't either. But he has like six points in 13 games. I mean, good for That's him. pretty I good. I like seeing former Hurricanes do well. But someone needs to move. And, and that's a conversation that's been had. 
and, and we've had it with guests, we've had it with each other, we've had it off the podcast, we've had it with your dad. I mean, there there is just a a knowledge there that we know that someone needs to move. And I think the team knows that too, because you can't keep this rotation up. It's not fair to players. And plus, you want a core group of guys to get used to playing together. And then reality is it's not it's really not fair to Chatfield and it's not fair to Tony. And they're not going to be able to come in and out of the lineup like every five, six games. It's not going to get them in a groove, and it's not going to get Orlov used to playing with anybody. It doesn't make sense to do it this way. I know Adam Gold does not agree with this logic. I don't agree. I mean, I, I just I think this is a problem. I think you get a seventh defenseman. Because you can be like, hey, Philly, here's six-round pick. Give well, us Mark Stahl. So he, 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 he can play if we have injuries. He's capable. I thought they already had a seven, seventh defenseman, but then it, it traded Caleb Jones away. Yeah. I didn't understand that move at all. I just didn't. No. I was like, you signed if the you, dude. Why'd you trade him? You, you, you signed him. Why would you trade him? Second, I mean, he's good for depth because he's act, his purpose is actually for depth reasons. And I've said yeah. this before. D'Angelo's purpose is not for just depth. No. His purpose is to run a power play. Yeah. So, <clears throat> look. You need to move someone. I think we agree. We might not agree on who. So here's my question to you. I know you love D'Angelo. Yeah. You probably love him more than me right now. But if you saw him traded, mm-hmm. um, would you be happy in the fact that that clears up the logjam, or would you be upset in the fact that we gave up our best power play quarterback? So because at move- this point, are are you more uncomfortable about the logjam or the power play quarterback thing? I struggle just in general when you sign somebody and you trade them the same year that you sign them. I guess to me that just never like, like, like the same reason that Caleb Jones trade didn't make sense to me. Why'd you sign him if you were going to move him? And and I think Carolina signed D'Angelo because they planned on moving Pesci. <clears throat> but oh, I, I think, did. Too. I think top priority clear up the logjam. You got to move somebody. I, I don't move D'Angelo mainly because his cap hits so friendly, right? And again, I'm just going to or Chaffield. So to, yeah, that's to, a benefit those two players. If you want to move Cap out, it's Pe- it's Shea. He's got the highest of the. Of the four, yeah, I, I don't think they move Shea because he's playing so good. Granted, he's got the best capital. So if you're looking to make a solid hockey trade, maybe you use Shea. I, I just don't know. I mean, if you're bringing in Lindholm, I'm willing to move whoever the hell it takes to, to bring in Lindholm because I think that fits. I think that really gives you that solid third scoring line, whether yeah, that's KK I do too. or. And that's another problem, but we're talking about the defense right now. Yeah, and the only other thing I'll say on the forwards, because we don't have time to go into it tonight, is the Jack Drury experiment needs to end. I know you agree with that. Yes, I do. Um, I'm I'm done with the Jack. I'm not saying he's been playing bad. I, I Trust me, I think there is some bite in his game. It's just I don't think offensively it is there for Jack Drury. No, I mean, it's and I not. feel bad for the guy. Well, I'm not trying to criticize him. Sometimes because he can't good. buy a goal. He he really can't buy a goal, but at the same time, I just I'm just like I could I might get criticized for this. Does he deserve that goal? <laughs> at times, <laughs> and I'm just like I just I mean I think he's good defensively. It's just I don't see the offensive capability. Trust me, you're not going to get criticized for anything, Sam. I talked about some bad things about the head coach. 
which everyone seems to this, love. This could be just fencing for me, though, because, <coughs> I mean, that's how both both, so, both you and I are after losses. We get a little... Venting, yeah. Venting. <laughs> but I've questioned, but I, I mean, I've questioned a little bit about Rod, kind of offhandedly throughout the season so far, it, just because I'm feeling like there's just stubbornness there on the blue line. To not shake it up a little bit, because I think it needs to be shaken up a little bit. The thing is, though, is that, I mean, he's been stubborn before in previous seasons, and we've done well. So I just don't know if that's, I mean, it's probably a small factor, I would say. Small factor, not a big one. But I think the biggest factor is the logjam on D. So I'm going to give my final. So far this I'll give my final thought, Sam, and then I'll leave the last word to you, and then I know you got to work in the morning. So I'm going to say this. Yes, Jack Drury experiment needs to end. Check. That needs to happen tomorrow. That needs to happen before they play back in Raleigh. Right? They play on Tuesday. So you got Sunday, Monday to figure it out. You can move. You can trade Jack Drury. You can sign Eric Stahl. There are fixes. You can bring Vasily Ponomarev up. There are many options. You can bring Suzuki up. I don't really care what your choice is in this situation. The answer is not Jack Drury. Second, log jam on defense. Oh, boy, that needs to end. Uh, it just does, because it is going to be a ridiculous situation if we don't. They tried Orlov on the power play. No, 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 no. That ain't working out. Um, I'm, then, more, I'm more sick of the logjam on D than I am with the whole jury thing. Yeah, no. And I agree. That is priority. And then my third and final thing, because it was on Elliot Friedman's podcast today, 32 oh, Thoughts. Oh, Pastor Kane. Patrick Kane in Carolina, apparently that's a real conversation going on. You move you move D'Angelo, Kane needs to happen because then you really need to bolster the power play. And Kane will do that for you, and Kane will be the one issue Carolina has had every year, the inability to finish in the playoffs. Kane will provide that for you. And instead of having to deal with this at the deadline, you're done. This team will be set. You move the defenseman out, perfect, logjam fixed. You bring in Kane, perfect. Check. You trade a low-round pick, bring in a seventh defenseman like a Mark Stahl. Not saying it has to be Mark Stahl. That's just the first guy that comes into my brain as a good seventh defenseman who's going to know his role with the organization. So just to summarize the thought, deal with Jack Drury. That needs to be handled now. You got to move a defenseman. Don't care who it is. It's one of the bottom. One of your. It's Shea, Pesci, Chatfield, D'Angelo. Don't care which one you move. Obviously, you're going to get different returns for different players. You sign Patrick Kane, you trade a late pick for a seventh defenseman, you set this team up where they're going to be set to go, you, you solidify the defense where your Mark Stahl's only coming in when you get injuries, and you will have injuries. It's fine. It's how the NHL works. You go from there. That is what you do. That's how you fix some of these problems. It's been reported that Carolina's looking to move a defenseman. I expect it to happen. I think, it's, I think it, it makes sense to yeah. happen. Absolutely oh needs to. Gosh, and I actually please. am one of the few people that don't have any concerning with the goaltender. I think Ronta has been good, and I, and I know Kachet calls a solid goalie. And I think Yaro Halak's a good goalie. I, I don't trade for a goaltender. I, I don't think that's needed. I like the PTO of Halak. I yeah. actually do. <clears throat> I mean, unless you're going out and you're getting like UC Soros, I don't want to trade for a goalie. Because then well, at that point, because I mean, we know what Kachekov can do. I think that's the biggest thing. We know what Kachekov can do. And. We know his potential, um, but he had. But there have been games where he hasn't hit hit that. And if, I think if he hits that consistently, 
then I think we are fine goaltending wise. It's just the log jam on D. I'm about done with that. I might be okay. This whole thing with jury thing. Um, I might be willing to give him until Thanksgiving, and then at that point, if I don't see actual points produced by him, I'm I'm done with I'm I'm done with him. I'm calling for someone like Eric Stahl. And I told you, Sam, just imagine we get Patrick Cannon and Eric Stahl. I'd love for that to be a third line with Mason. Look, I think it. look, I think you and I want different things for Patrick Kane. I want him playing with Aho. But <laughs> Aho Jarvis. I just don't Kane, think he ooh. has the speed. I don't care. I'm giving him a shot on that first unit. I just think Kane's got it. But if not, yeah, I mean, hell. I mean, look, the third scoring line with Stahl, Eric Stahl, Kane, and Nason. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Or bunting if you want to put bunting on that line. And bump Nason. It doesn't matter. Carolina's going to have three scoring lines, and they should. I've already heard a couple of things on X of people being like, no, Kane cannot come here. He doesn't play with it. I'm like, Kane's why coming do you here. think Carolina's in on him? It's because we have an offensive problem right Kane now. comes here, he's going to do what Ovechkin does. He's going to stand off to the side and wait for the one-timer, which is fine with me. As long as he does that and actually gets the goals, I'm fine with it. If you bring in Kane, he pops 30. I think it's a successful season. Yes. But I'll leave final final word to you, Sam. My final word to me before I wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning, which you guys will probably be already listening uh, to this, maybe by then, I don't know. But my final word, I am starting to uh, get irritated with our D. I think the log jam, I think, really needs to go. Uh, probably give it maybe two more games, and then if the, uh, if the D is still making mistakes like this, I'm done with the log jam. I'm willing to give Drury till Thanksgiving, and then I'm going to rip his head. But uh, that's figuratively, not literally. So, yeah, uh, we will talk to you guys after the Tampa game. Hopefully, we have better results. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, Check them out on Instagram and Twitter at The Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.